Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 4, Gnana Karma Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of Renouncing Actions in Knowledge. We have seen so far that Bhagavan said, I have taken many births, but I am ajaha, I am unborn. And many, by fire of knowledge, have also come to the same state as I am, which is ajaha, unborn. So the idea confuses us how other people can come to the same level of his level. But Bhagwan explains that ajaha is someone who never had this ignorance that I am this limited being, but to take up a particular task, he takes an avatara. He takes a form to complete that task. It's like we use a particular equipment to accomplish a task. So Bhagavan said, therefore, all the actions which I perform as avatara are not binding to me. The namam karmani limpanti. Because I was never associated with their form. I just use their form as an instrument. So Bhagwan always have the lack of avidya. Lack of ignorance is Bhagwan. He was never deluded by Maya. He is the Mayapati. But we are under the spell of Maya. So Bhagwan said, Oh Arjuna, you have also taken many births. You just don't remember it because of your avidya. Once you get rid of this avidya, you will come to the same state I am. If you take an example of two baskets, both are empty. But the one basket never had the dirty laundry in it. So it's emptiness, infinite, perennial. There was never a dirty laundry, it was always empty. The second basket, which has dirty laundry in it, but we just emptied the dirty laundry. So now it is empty, but you can say, there are no dirty clothes in this basket anymore. The difference between two empty baskets is one never had any dirty laundry in it, the other one had dirty laundry, but now it is empty. So now both states are same, but still there is a difference. So Bhagavan said that I am always unborn. I have never taken any avatara. From your perspective, you may see me taking avatara using my own maya, but those actions do not bind me. And bahavo gnana tapasaha puta madbhava magata. Many have come to the same state of mind where the actions will not bind them by the fire of knowledge. And then he said, I created four classes in the world of human beings because they are necessary for the functioning of the society. But that does not mean that one cannot graduate from one class and go to the another. You may have the Shudra tendencies now, but by working on your own tendencies, you can rise to the Sattvic level, which is the highest is we have seen is Brahman. Brahman who has the most Sattvic and very little of Tamasic and Rajasic. It is something like color of my hair. 
that at one point they're all black and they're now all gray. But all gray is not a true statement because I can see some black hair in them. So my black hair has graduated from being black to all gray, but there are still traces of black in it. So people have all three qualities, but in different permutation combination. Brahmins have all sattva, but there is still this rajas and tamas in it. Shudra may have predominant tamas, but he also have sattva and rajas in it. And one can gradually working on these gunas can rise from shudrahood to brahminhood. It is something like our energy secretary nominated by Joe Biden. She said in her acceptance speech, my father started as a bank teller and he retired as the head of the bank. So you may start a shudra, but you can end up being the highest Brahman. So Bhagavan said, I created Chaturvarna, Guna Karma Vibhagisaha. They are divided by their own guna and karma, their own qualities and actions, their tendencies and their actions. These actions are very complex to understand. What is activity and what is inactivity is not simple to figure out. Even great sages are confused about it. And therefore, I'm going to tell you what is activity, what is inactivity. And then Bhagavan said, the one who knows in activity, in activity, and activity, in inactivity is the wise person. That's because it is not very clear who is the actor in me. Right now, I consider myself to be the actor, but that's actually my own ego. It is not the self. Once I figure out who the real actor is, then I can define what activity is. For I as the being. So Bhagavan said that one who has figured that out, he is the wise person. In verse 9 he says, Yasya sarve sam arambaha kama sankalpa varjitaha. So this is very, very difficult concept for us to understand. Because the first thing we have seen is what is activity and inactivity? Activity is something when I take the agency, the credit for it or take ownership of it, then it becomes activity. If I don't take any any agency of it, then it is not an activity. So from a perspective of the consciousness, the self, it never takes any part in it and therefore it is inactive. But see, there are times when you can see the activity in inactivity. Apparently, it seems that you are not doing anything, but your mind and intellect and ego are fully engaged and therefore they are active. When Obama nominated the judge Merrick Garner, I guess, and Mitch McConnell did not take any action on it. So from, from a normal perspective, inaction, well, you didn't take any action. But that was the biggest action he took. The consequences were very wide-reaching. So there was an action in inaction. In his inaction, there was a great action for Republican Party. So Bhagavan said, the one who figures out that even inactivity has activity in it, and activity inactivity, he's a wise person. So in verse 19, he said, Yasya sarve samarambaha kama sankalpa varjitaha. 
person whose all undertakings are without any kama sankalpa kama and sankalpa are defined by many people many different ways one is kama is desire and sankalpa is planning sankalpa is design sankalpa is determination but one sankracharya defined that as cause for action because every action which i take has its own cause action is a kriya and always have a karan every kriya is sa karana it is on its own cause the so every action i take is a cause behind it the cause is my desire my goal to achieve something he said one who has no cause to act and still acts, still takes in any undertaking that's undertaking without any kama and sankalpa wise person all his endeavors are without any kama sankalpa no desire prompted activity he undertakes gnana agni dagdha karmana he is acting in this world just like anybody else but all his actions are burned by the fire of knowledge that avidya which i have right now that i am the doer when i come to the conclusion that i am not the doer but my mind intellect and ego are the doer that differentiation is the knowledge so avidya is mitigated by vidya that i am not this limited being but i am the all pervading consciousness that fire of knowledge burns all actions performed by that wise person tam ahu panditam budaha such a person is called a gnani by the wise people bhagwan continues the characteristics of a wise person this is something similar to what we have seen in chapter 2 Sthita Pragna's characteristics. We have seen the definition of a Sthita Pragna. One who is devoid of all desires in his mind, who has emptied his mind of all desires, is a Sthita Pragna. Bhagavan says something similar here. All his undertakings are without any desire-prompted activities. Tyaktva karma phala asangam. He has given up the attachment to the fruits, which we have seen in Karma Yoga, gave up the anxiety for the fruits of actions. Fruits are guaranteed by law of karma. Once you perform an action, there will be result, appropriate result. You should have complete faith in that law of action. Therefore, you should not be anxious about any particular results to come out of your own action. You should be only focused on your actions alone. let the result come as they should be tyaktva karma phala asangam therefore he has given up the attachment to the fruits of actions nitya truptah then he is content all the time by whatever he is getting in his life nir ashrayah he is not dependent on anything for his own happiness or satisfaction he is satisfied in his self by his self he does not need anything from outside to make him feel complete he feels complete therefore there is no need to acquire anything or accomplish anything from outside to make him feel complete so there is nir ashrayah karmani abhi pravrutto api naiva kinchit karoti saha such a person if he is not attached to the fruits of actions he is always content he is not dependent on anything whatever actions he performs 
it is considered to be inaction. Naiva kinchit karoti saha, such a person not doing anything. In other words, no actions are binding him. Action cannot bind him because he has no plan for that action. Other than he knows this needs to be done because of the need. So therefore, all actions are non-binding to him. The next verse, Bhagavan continues the definition. Nir ashihi yat chitta atmaha dhyaktva sarva parigraha these definitions are probably fitting well for a sannyasi, one who has given up this sansar. For him, we can say he does not depend on anything, he can survive with whatever he has, he has no particular goal, he does not have any plan. And also, he can nir ashihi, asha, hope. Expectations that will happen in future is asha. So, nir ashihi not really anxious about anything in future. Completely living in present is Nirashi. Because he has no plan other than to act in this world as the situation demands. When it needs to be done. So as we have seen example, when I see a little child in a harm's way when a motor vehicle is coming, I will act without any thinking or without any expectation without any plan, then my actions will bear this result. Because at that point, all I can do is act in the present. Bhagavan said that wise person acts all the time that nirasihi. He does not have any particular desire for particular result. Yat chitta atma, whose chitta, which is the internal instrument in the atma, the self, also means the external instrument. All that he considered himself is all integrated, internal instrument and external instrument. That integrity makes him yatachittatma. So what he thinks he will say and what he will say he will do. That's a complete integrity of mind, intellect and organs of actions. Tektva sarva parigraha. As I said, these are all characteristics of a sannyasi. No possessions. Given up all possessions. Actually, from a Vedantic perspective, the greatest possession I have right now is my body, my mind, my intellect. All other possessions I can give up. I can donate the money which I earned. Like Bill Gates, he collected all the wealth in the world, now he is happily giving it away. In fact, most rich people I have known, they eventually give up all the wealth they create. But while they are creating it is their wealth, they know that it was never theirs. But this one possession which we have, my body, my mind, my intellect, is very difficult to give up. Because they are all associated with ego. So we are going to take to a sarva parigraha. Person who has given up in those possessions. I don't consider this body to be me. I don't consider the mind to be me. I don't consider my intellect to be me. They are the equipment I have borrowed from the prakriti. And I have to give back to the prakriti when time comes. Shariram kevalam karma kurvan 
na apnuti kilbisham. All actions performed by him are considered to be performed by the equipment only, by the body only. So, there are two meanings I have seen for this particular verse. Chariram kevalam karma. So, one translation is one who does just to maintain his body. Any action he performs is just to maintain this body. All other actions are of no value, of no consequence for him. What type of action it is, what the results would be, whatever little action he is performing is for maintaining this body. The other way to look at it is all actions are performed by the body and the mind and the intellect, but I, the consciousness, is completely unattached to all the actions. He does not incur any sin. Any sin, there is no negative impression left of any action that he performs on his internal instrument, the mind and intellect, the chitta. Chitta is never get affected by the results of his actions. And the last verse in this set, Yad Rucha Labha Santushtaha Dvandvatito Vimatsaraha very difficult for us to accept on its face value. The face value, we cannot accept the fact that I won't have any possession. Well, I have to have some possession to survive, to live my life. I have to act in this world to make my future secure. Yadrucha labha santushta, that which comes without any effort, that's the most difficult part for us to understand. Nothing comes to us without any effort. In fact, we had been teaching our children and ourselves right from the beginning that to gain anything, you have to put your efforts. And then your results will be according to your efforts. So therefore, focus on your efforts. You should have whatever you want to achieve, make appropriate efforts. Without effort, nothing will happen. Now this verse says, Yadrucha labha santushta is happy with whatever comes without any effort. Dvanda atitaha, he is beyond the pairs of opposites. Vi matsara, you have no envy. So obviously this is not for our vyavaharic knowledge. It is not for our normal transactions in this world. But how I see myself and my life and my activity. That anything which comes without great anxiety, I will enjoy that. Anything which I am anxious about and will get it, I will not be able to enjoy it. So I can be only santushtaha if I have no anxiety in the first place. I won't have any particular expectation. If I have a particular expectation, there are all the chances that I will be disappointed. But if I have no expectation, then obviously anything which I do, I will not consider it to be my effort to achieve it. And therefore, whatever will come, I will consider that I got it effortlessly. This effortlessness is a state of mind. When I am anxious, I feel like I am putting a lot of effort. When I am not anxious, then whatever I do will be effortlessly I will be doing. Therefore, Bhagavan said, Yadrucha Labha Santushta, one who is content with what comes without any efforts. Dvandva Atitaha, we have seen this word many, many times before, one is beyond pairs of opposites. 
these pairs of opposites in this world are my mental concepts. Things which are conducive to me, I like. Things not conducive, I don't like. There's likes and dislikes. Now, when I go beyond them and take them as they come, then I become dvandva atitaha, vimatsaraha, without any envy. Envy only comes because I have a limited ego. Then I am this and other person is that. When I see a more successful person than I am, I'm envious of him. As long as there's a competition, I'll be envious. If there's no competition, I have nothing to compete against and therefore I won't be envious of any other person. When I'm beyond this duality, by myself, I'll always be content and happy. It is when I compare myself to somebody else, then I'll become unhappy. But once one who goes beyond these pairs of opposites and this plurality, he will be without any envy. Sama siddhau asiddhau cha krutvapi na nibadyate. And we have seen this definition before. One is before siddhi, success and failure are siddhi. Success and failures are my concept. Judged by my yardstick of what I consider success. If I start dieting and lose two pounds, will I consider myself successful in dieting or not? Depends on what my goal was. If my goal was to lose 20 pounds and I only lost two pounds, well, I'm a failure. But my goal was not to lose any weight, just do some healthy living and I lose weight, I'll be very happy. I lost two pounds. So success and failures are always judged by our own personal yardstick. World may consider you a very successful person and a very happy person. You may not consider yourself to be happy and successful. We have read biographies of many actors and celebrities and they basically prove the same point. We see them as very successful and happy people. They themselves don't see themselves successful and happy. So, Bhagwan said, such a person who has gained this state of indifference, whatever action is performing, he is not bound by those actions. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo